There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You're talking about how Fiesta Mall is being destroyed, which, uh, you know, hand in hand growing up here, that was my haunt, man. That was where I hung. Brett, too. Brett grew up in that area as well. And so watching it go down for real is like. So somebody uh, sent us a YouTube video of a guy who got to walk through there a couple of years ago uh, when it was abandoned, Dead Mall. It is a fascinating kind of wander, only if you're part of that. Like if it was Metro Center, was your mall, and somebody got to do it, you'd be like, oh my God. And we're calling it up. That's where Chess King used to be. That's Chess King. There's Wet Seal. That's crazy. Nuts. Kind of like that date in Last of Us, you know, where the girl takes it. But all the stuff was still in that mall. This one is just gashed, and this is nothing but terrible graffiti and peepees. Like we resort to painting peepees on things the second it's empty, and that's. We need one of those demo guys to let us through there one time. Just let us walk through today. We'll be there. Before it's too late. Yeah. I would have loved to have taken that little trip we just watched on YouTube. Uh, this guy said, uh, this is good stuff. He says, Dear John, I don't know you if you know this or not, but Brian Adams is coming here on the 25th. I think your birthday's right around there. Maybe a chance for you to find that long-lost love letter notebook hmm. or get a Choco Taco. Okay, first off, <laughs> so didn't you have a Brian Adams lady? Yes, I did. There was a, well, there's a Brian Adams connection. I don't think Brian Adams, because of her dedication of Brian Adams to me, ended up with the notebook full of love letters that was stolen from my Jeep. By the way, he it, does. Brian he Adams all did letters get that. written. Anything that's Is written that with right? lyrics or anything. Like if Brian Adams, it, you have to make a copy. If he came out with a new song and it was like, "I love the smell of your box," that's like my love letter <laughs> writing <laughs> skills were okay. Yeah, then there's this. But that's where I, it was a lot of. Uh, but she wrote it to you. No, 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 no. This was the. Oh, no, he wrote for, it to her. First off, there was a five. Oh, God damn it, Brian Adams. <laughs> and then this is the ending. But no, this is the same girl that that was dumb enough to say, "You've never had a Choco Taco," and I'm like, "No." I'm like, I don't think I'm gonna like it. If you don't like that Choco Taco, I'll blow you in the parking lot. I'm like, let's get Choco Tacos. I know how to work this angle. <laughs> Took a bite, and I'm like, yuck, gross. You really don't like it? No. Try another bite. Okay. Help. Still terrible. Looks like you need to pay up. <laughs> and right there at the Walgreens parking lot on Alma School and uh, Baseline, she hummed away in broad daylight behind the apple. <laughs> that it was a Walgreens or something there. We got the Choco Tacos. In. So she did that, but prior to that, I had, well, when we broke up, I wrote several poems and love letters to performing oral sex on her basically is what that was the, the gist of my life experience with her was receiving and getting oral on the rag she was the first one that ever had to and i walked out to my car one morning and it had been broken into and that notebook is still out there so but this person thinks brian adams may have done it because then later a couple years later she came back and wrote me a letter saying she regretted it was all over and then mysteriously you noticed, noticed that she had plagiarized this song as her own thoughts. 
I still have that letter because I thought it was. That's close. not doing much work there, Derek. No, that's not caring about it's lazy. me at all. It's lazy. It was lazy, <laughs> and that's why it didn't work out. I'm like, look, maybe if you'd have poured your heart out instead of this. Because all I did was at the end, I'm like, I know it's true. Everything I do, I do it for you. Like, hold on a second. And then the next thing you know, I'm singing the letter. I'm like, I know this letter. Well, she figured he was Canadian. Nobody pays attention to them. So, you know, I can get away with this. And then the part that just said uh, uh, bridge. I'm like, wait a minute. You're not supposed to include that in parentheses. (laughs) Yeah, I'm singing the love letter to me. Hey, you're skimping on thought here. This is worse than a Hallmark. So, no. But I do kind of want to go see Brian Adams. (laughs) <laughs> this damn song. I'm going to dig around in my attic and find this letter. You guys will die laughing. Whoever has that five... No, pocket. don't bring it up. Just throw it away. Burn it. I like your box with locks. Yeah, it was a very doctor's... I like it with yeah. a fox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like your t- I like a tongue in your hole. I like to put my head in there like a mole. <laughs> yeah, they, were, they were horrible, graphic... And I remember writing him thinking, this is great. What a wonderful poem. <laughs> you can't spell cunnilingus without U.S. Us. What? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's disturbed. Whoever got that notebook is pro- probably died two days later laughing. <laughs> I can't breathe. I haven't eaten for 48 hours. This guy's writing is horrific. But I would like to see Brian Adams. Because I find him to be quite talented. <laughs> but he has kind of ruined my life. <laughs> it was written on green paper. I'll never forget that letter. Because at first I'm like, maybe I should consider reuniting with this person. She's really going out of her way. to. And then the letter became Brian Adams' song. I'm like, wait a second. She ran out of independent thought and started to just quote Brian Adams. And I know, you know what it made me remember once? We were in the back of a truck one time. She had a pickup truck. We were in the back of her pickup truck. And she looked up at the sky. And we weren't together anymore. This was like right after the breakup. And I'm still this is right, right in the heart of penning these notes that she never got. And, I'm, and she looks up at the sky and she says, do you think that somebody on the other side of the earth sees the same great big sky? And I'm like... Yes. And I'm like, I don't know. It's a good question. <laughs> it's a quote from a song from Aladdin. <laughs> or was it was it Fievel or I I don't know. One it's of those one Disney, of those Disney movies. movies. I, I thought it was it, Aladdin, but maybe not. And I thought the same thing later. I'm like, hey, isn't that a Vanessa Williams tune? I didn't say it because I'm like, she's but that was my first she was a plagiarist. Would have gotten by me. <laughs> I did at first because I was just like, God, I hope I get to perform kind of lingus. That's all I was thinking about. <laughs> That's all I cared about. It's all I wanted. But yeah, that, and it, it was. I think it was the the Great Big Sky song was. Uh, oh, that's still Brian Adams. Oh, the, uh, uh, it might have been. I think American it was the, the American Tale, the her Peebo Bryson and Vanessa Williams song. I'm pretty sure because when I she said that. it, and we were having this a normal talk, and then just this weird moment where she looked at the. The stars. Do you think someone on the other side of the planet sees the same this? great big sky? This is it. Somewhere out there. Okay, good. And she actually said somewhere out there. She thinks somewhere no. out there. Yes. <laughs> and that's when it dawned on me later, like months later. Do you think somewhere out there, someone 
on the other side of the earth was looking at the same great big sky. And I'm like, I don't know. We take your pants off so I can. <laughs> I still don't like Choco Tacos. Like Choco Tacos still bad. I think they're still terrible. Want to make a bet? She didn't sing it. She stole lyrics from songs and tried to pass them off as conversation. A thieving. I know. Would've been great if she just started belting it out though. <laughs> just like a musical in a movie. Jackie, what are you doing? Love you somewhere out there. What? Why are you singing? Were we in a musical? Thanks, Jackie Rodstad. Somewhere. <laughs> this guy says, I wrote a love letter to an ex, and it was Kenny Rogers' lady. <laughs> That's lazy. It's not lady, it's lazy. Well, then I turned out later that she was talking to me in the back of that truck saying stuff like that about. And the guy she uh, ended, wanted to be with was in the military. He was on the other side of the planet at the time. That, that, all this, like she was getting sad and weepy about him being on the other side of the thing. That kind of crap. Are we on the same bright star? When she started talking about this, this listen. It helps to think we're sleeping underneath the same big sky. Pretty much the same words. She stole from Fievel. And as she was thinking about a guy on the other side of the planet and talking to me about it, wondering, do you think he sees the same stars we see? Well, now as a grown-up, I realized, no, the Southern Hemisphere gets different stars, you dumb (laughs) (laughs) The Eagle song should have taught you that. There's stars in the Southern sky. Idiot. Almost fell for it, though, because all she'd have had to do is show me that honeypot, and I'd have been, <laughs> she could have been quoting Onyx for all I care at that point. I'm a B-boy standing in my B-boy stance. Or even give me a microphone before I bust in my pants. Pop that Gucci. Whatever she was quoting at that point would have been just fine. Oh, I wish I was in Dixie. Hooray, hooray. You are a brilliant wordsmith. Anywho. I'm sorry. Brian Adams will be here July 25th for those of you who want to go and see my ex-plagiarist. <laughs> we should all go. You know, I wonder how many times she did that and I didn't catch it. Like how many songs she quoted and I fell for it. Like over. If those are the two that you caught. It well, the one was often. written down and it was the whole song. It never once a mention of like, and now... Brian Adams. Like, it was never like an introduction to it. It just started to become part of the letter, and then she wrote the whole song. Like, chorus, verse, and then repeat. To me, you're just TNT. (laughs) You're dynamite. (laughs) TNT. I'm ready to fight. (laughs) Watch me explode. Who's she's talking about that? Conalingus again. I'm excited. I was just blind to it all. stupid. I've learned since. I'm still stupid, but not that stupid. Anyway, I miss you, is what I'm saying. <laughs> what would you plagiarize today? For Taylor Swift, I'd I'd be blind to that. You started it's happening. Taylor Swift, oh, it's happening all the time. But if somebody was Taylor Swift in me, and I'd be like, man, this person really puts together some, you really put some prose out there. You're good. This is poetry. You speak like flowers are falling out of your face. Ed Sheeran. Oh, if you, if you started with Ed Sheeran, I'd be like, man, you ever heard this guy talk? It's brilliant. <laughs> and just quoting Ed Sheeran. I'd fall for it. Brady anyway. be doing this one. No. <laughs> I know what you're playing. <laughs> you know what you should be doing? Getting super excited about being in the back of this truck with me. I like when I come home. I like when people celebrate me home. 
I know that song, Brady. Okay, let me start another one this time. You have the best story of a mixtape I've ever heard in my life. Hundred percent, it is. Like I've I've never heard anybody send a mixtape to a girl about how excited they should be. I feel like such a pussy when I sent mine out compared oh, yeah. to him. I that mean. is gangster. Here's ten songs that you should get all juiced up and fired up because Papa's coming home. I'm not excited to see you, but here's some stuff I'd like you to think. It was great. It got me at least another three months out of the relationship. Celebrate me home. I'm coming home, Lucky. You were LeBron James before LeBron James. <laughs> Telling everybody how great you were without us realizing that's all you're doing. LeBron James telling us how lucky we were the other night at the ESPYs. You know, lucky for you, I got a couple good years left. I'm like, what a dick. And then he went, give me your number, please celebrate LeBron home. You you are, that is a gangster move. (laughs) Here's a little number I call I'm the Man by Anthrax. (laughs) You should think that too. We got the hot releases coming up in a little bit. Brian Adams, I welcome you with Open Arms, which is a Journey song. It's 98. It's out of control now. 